Hello, 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 beautiful sisters out there. How are you doing? I hope all is well with you. I hope you had an awesome, awesome weekend. Man, let me tell you something. My weekend was amazing, absolutely amazing. Well, let me go ahead and introduce myself first and foremost for those of you who are new listening to uh, this podcast. Hello, everyone. I am Tawanta Davis-Jones, but I like to be called Tawanta J. Just keep it short and simple. And uh, welcome to Resilience is My Beauty podcast. And this this is episode number three, um, part two of How to Be Resilient. And I'm just excited that you're here. Um, and I want you to really enjoy yourself just to relax and to, you know, um, be blessed by what is going to be presented to you. This podcast, I would say, it is for all of my beautiful sisters out there. And just to, can you know, just to remind you all that you are a, a resilient sister. You are powerful. You are strong. You are dominant. You are a force to be reckoned with, girl. If nobody didn't tell you that, I am telling you that, Shugs. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. You are a force to be reckoned with. Let's be real on that, okay? Because I get it. You know, so much is going on, you know, in our everyday lives as, you know, being a wife, being a mom, being a stay-at-home mom like myself, you know, I've been a stay-at-home mom for 17 years, man, 17 years, which I thought at the time when I made the decision of being a stay-at-home mom, I thought it was a temporary kind of gig, Mm. but God said, no, this is an assignment that I'm putting you in, okay? I was like, what, child, come on. (laughs) I I wasn't ready. (laughs) I wasn't ready, but in my mind, I thought I wasn't ready, but yeah, God had already equipped me to be ready, right? But yeah, I know there are a lot of us stay-at-home moms out there that, you know, you are giving your all. You have sacrificed so much and then some, and the people don't have a clue what you have put down, what you have put on the side. You know, even the people as closest to you, which is your spouse, your kids, they don't know what you have sacrificed just to take care of the home and to, you know, to be there for your children and to, you know, take care of the matters, you know, behind the closed doors of your house and all those things. They don't know, you know, every day when you wake up in the morning, you wonder if it's, you know, do you have the strength that you have the passion or the desire to keep going, to keep, you know, being the best wife, to being the best mother. If you, if you are doing the right thing, or if you are, you know, taking care of the responsibilities that is presented before you every day. And you want to know, is it, are you human? <laughs> Sometimes you want to know, am I human or am I being a robot? You know, what is this? Because it's constantly the same thing over and over and over again. I get it, man. I get it. But I wanted to create this podcast because, you know, I wanted to remind my beautiful sisters out there how resilient you really, really are. And that word resilient is not being used in conversations, in conversations, um, you know, every day. It really isn't. Um, when I, 
say that to a sister friend, you know, and, um, you know, she's having a bad day or whatever, and she shares her story, you know, I tell her, you know, in spite of all that you have talked about and expressed, you are still here. Um, you know, you are a resilient, powerful woman. And they look at me with the third eye, like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And I explained to them that, you know, despite of the trials and tribulations, the setbacks and all those things, you know, yet you still sprung back. And here it is, you, you're stronger than you have ever been. And not realizing that because, of course, you are, your mind is being clouded by all of the trials, the dramas, the people, you know, the lack of support, even your own uh, self-doubt. Because, you know, we ourselves individually or by ourselves, you know, we always are our worst critic, right? And, um, you know, we cloud our mind, our mindset with a lot of negative vibe. So it's kind of hard for us to really, you know, for us to really uh, see as see us as a resilient person. But it's the truth. It really, really is. If you really look back over your life, you will know that, wow, man, I did. I did make I did make it. I, I, I did survive this divorce or I survived this this sickness. I, I survived this, you know, this abuse. And man, I, did, I didn't think that I was going to make it through, but I. I did. I made it. And here it is. Five years, six years, 10 months, 11 months, whatever. I am here. 2018, you are here, right? So yeah, this podcast is for you. Okay. I am the messenger, right? I prefer to be that person. I prefer to be utilized in such a way, you know, God just, just used me and, um, you know, um, and he speak through me and, um, you know, and I speak the truth and nothing but the truth. I'm very transparent when it comes to my life and all those things because I know how God brought me through. And um, I truly believe that what I've experienced in my life, that someone else is going through it right now. Um, and I don't have a problem being transparent. I don't have any problems sharing some deep stuff that a lot of us women uh, don't want to talk about. Um, because we don't want to look kind of weird or be judged or be criticized of the thoughts and even some of the actions from those thoughts that we have, um, you know, that we have done and all those things. And, you know, we feel guilty. We feel embarrassed. Um, you know, we regret some of the things we said or the things we have done to others or what have you. And we're still holding on to that guilt and that shame and embarrassment and all those things. I get it. Been there, done that. But you know what, ladies, we have to let go of all of those issues. Got to let go of that. You know, God is not mad at you. He never has and he never will be. He loves you so, so very much. And he wants to show you so much more about your life. And um, I'm here to, you know, help you and support you and lift you up and inspire you and enrich you to let you know and remind you that you are resilient and you got it, girl. You got it. You got it. Okay. Now, listen, let me tell you. This past weekend, y'all, honey child, I turned 50 years old. What? Man, if I had my radio on, I'd be playing my music right about now. You know what I'm saying? I am, I'm every woman by Shaka Khan. Girl, come on with it. I'm every woman. It's all in me. You, that song right there, girl, anything you want done, baby, I do it naturally. That song, honey. Baby, let me tell you something. I had such a phenomenal weekend. I tell you why, real quick, because my family, my family, my husband, my two daughters, 
they surprised me um, on my 50th birthday, which was Sunday, by the way. And my other dear friends, they were also part of the of the plan and um, set me up thinking that I was going to a fashion show. <laughs> and, you know, and the colors was, uh, they were red, gold, and white. And so those were the colors that my sister friend had told me to wear, you know, to find out, to find to wear. And, you know, I went out and tried to find something because, you know, I really didn't have anything. Well, I, I actually, I do have two uh, dress suits um, in the color of gold and um, and red. But girl, I can't fit that thing no more. Okay, I mean, I mm, child. Yeah, the baby fat ain't no baby fat. I could I could go ahead with that lie all I want to, but that ain't no baby fat no more, Shugs. Okay, that is just, mm, it's just sin. That's all. It's just sin. <laughs> yeah, baby. So, of course, I couldn't fit those two outfits anymore. They still in the closet looking cute and fly, but mm -mm, if I try to put them things on, child, that fly be dead. Okay, it, it'll be so distorted. It would just be a hot mess. So, anywho... That kind of discouraged me a little bit because I'm like, dang, Nabbit, if I just would have left those daggone Kit Kats and psh, sandwiches and psh, cupcakes or whatever. Okay, if I left that stuff alone, I would have been fly and right. Okay, but mm, it is what it is, right? But I was so blessed and fortunate that God directed my path into this beautiful place in the mall near me. And it is a boutique and it's owned by, you know, a pastor and first lady. Um, I'm not familiar with their church here, um, um, here in Michigan, but they uh, do have a couple of establishments, you know, um, in various, lo various locations. And, um, you know, fortunately they have their boutique and actually two uh, establishments in that one mall, as a matter of fact. And so the, I happened to go to the newest store that's in the lower level level lower level I can't talk today y'all but I'm gonna keep on trying um of the mall and uh I was just looking around because I had an idea of what I wanted to wear and you know um I saw a couple of things but it just really didn't you know hit me too well and I saw this gorgeous gorgeous mesh yes mesh m-e-s-h like that material mesh that you buy from like the craft store what have you uh they have this beautiful mesh coat yes honey oh my goodness girl chat listen that coat was calling me from a distance but i had to ignore because i know if i mm, if i allowed that voice to just pull me near to the coat child mm, mm, mm. And I glanced at it and everything, and I just kept it moving because I did not want to get stuck. I didn't want to get stuck to that, so I kept going, and they have such a beautiful store. And um, and so I went further back, you know, where the where the register is and all of that, and that's where they have all of the, um, you know, the accessories and all that stuff like that. And as a matter of fact, they even have men clothes, men clothing. Um, so it's like, it's like divided, like one side of the store is for women, the other side is divided for the men. And it's really, really nice. I mean, that establishment, that store is laid out so, so nice. It makes you feel like you walking into, um, 
you know, like Rodeo Drive, you know, in California somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And I've never been to Cali as of yet. <laughs> but I know in Rodeo Drive, honey, they got the place. You know, they got the stores, right? And you walk into that store, honey, your, I mean, even your shoes you know, is, is not welcome. Okay. You, I mean, you gotta be careful because when you walk into that kind of establishment, it's just like, Oh my Lord, I don't want to, mm, I'm afraid to just walk because I don't want to scuff the floors with my shoes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's how they have that place laid out. But trust me, it is such a warm environment in that place. So as I was looking around, I saw a particular necklace that actually is the same necklace that my daughters have had purchased for me on mother's day. Um, but the difference is, you know, the necklace that I have, you know, the stone itself is that gorgeous, clear crystal stone. It's big, right? It's ab absolutely gorgeous. And the one I saw that caught my eye, same jewelry, same necklace. It's like a choker necklace, but it was in the color of that gorgeous red. And I was like, ooh, child, mm, honey bunny, baby. I was in love with her. And, you know, I asked about the price point and it was a fair, decent price for that. And then as I turned to, to, um, to listen to, to the guy that was working there to get the quote price, I, my eye, my eyes went to, um, another jewelry that was on display behind the cashier's uh, desk and child, yeah, Lord. I could have had a, I could have worship service right there for real, for real. I'm serious. Cause when I saw that necklace, honey, it had all of the colors. It had the red, it had the gold, it had the, the ivory, the off, you know, the cream, it had the white, it even had black in it, honey. I was in love and it was draped. I mean, draped in, in pearls, clusters and clusters of pearls and it and, and then and then it just you know and then it just hung you know it was just it just the setup was just exquisite and I asked for the price and he told me and I was like oh oh lord clutch my pearls and I didn't even I didn't even own it yet but baby that 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 that, that pearl necklace was just mm it had me worshiping in my mind, honey. I, I saw myself wearing it and I, I was just flaunting it in my head, honey. I was just too cute. And in the meantime, I was asking him about, you know, what I was looking for in particular, which, uh, you know, at first I was, you know, seeing myself wearing like an off shoulder type of, you know, uh, top, you know, um, in the color of white or black or whatever that he had, you know, that was something similar to that. And so, he came across this cute little white top and it was kind of cute, you know, it was off shoulder and it had like the bell, um, sleeves for the arm and it was white and it was, you know, and it flows, you know, it wasn't like a, a tight shirt kind of, kind of situation. It was just a nice top and it, it, and it was like, it just flared out. Basically it was a little long and nice and, you know, and looked really comfortable. And I was like really digging it for a minute. And I asked him about the price and, you know, he checked the price tag. And honestly, when I saw him, when he looked at that price tag, it kind of had him do a little hallelujah moment. Like, whoa, uh, uh, mm. and I'm looking at him like, whoa. and he told me, he said, this is $89. I said, girl, I, no, no, I ain't say girl. Forgive me. I said, honey, put that back. Mm -mm. 
Mm -mm. If you saw this shirt, y'all, I'm serious. If you saw this blouse, and it was a cute little white blouse. Now, I, I'm telling you, ain't no way in the world a thing be $89. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I just, it was just not happening. I, mm -mm. I, I like the top, but it was not that deep. I, mm, I told him, put it right back in that. I said, Go, honey, put it back because I'm not getting that. So, you know, I was kind of like discouraged in a sense because I wasn't sure what I was going to wear. So anyway, I purchased a necklace. I did purchase that necklace. And then I went upstairs to the top level of the mall. And then I went to the second store of that same, of the same owners. And, um, and actually I've been in that store before because I have a couple of items from that store that I purchased. I purchased one particular outfit and then my daughter's purchased uh, outfit um, along with that necklace I had mentioned earlier for Mother's Day. So they do have beautiful things. They really, really do. And the wonderful thing about that store is that they have clothes that fits any size, any size. And that is so amazing. I love that kind of, I love stores like that. That is very generous in size for the woman. Um, so as I was in their store, you know, again, I came across that same mesh coat. Now, when I was at the other store, the very first store, as I said, when I saw that mesh coat, you know, on display, I happened to glance, you know, um, at the price tag because they had it hung, hung up um, and it had like a blouse underneath it or whatever. And so the price tag was right behind that hanger, you know. And I saw, and I just happened to glance at it and I saw the price point. I was like, Lord Jesus, Ooh, come on in the room. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't want to come in that room, honey, because it was just too much. Ooh, child, that price point hurt my heart. I was like, now you know. Mm. So I went upstairs to, you know, to the main floor and went back to, you know, went to that uh, boutique. And, you know, I told the lady what, what, what I was looking for, you know, what was going on, all those things. And I told her, you know, that mesh coat was just calling my name. And the thing is, they had the mesh coat, you know, they had two different designs to it. One was like a blue jean, you know, kind of thing going on. It was, it was, it was sharp. I'm telling you. And that's one thing about the clothes that I wear. I like, stay, I like I, uh, clothes that are not always the same. You don't see it all the time. You don't see people wearing it. You know, it's like one, it's like a one of a kind, uh, outfit that, you know, like, it's like, girl, where'd you get that from? You know, that you didn't get that from Lord and Taylor, you know, kind of thing. Um, and so they told me that, oh, well, we do have one in red, but it's, it's coming very soon. It's not here, but we, we, you know, we supposed to begin a shipment in this week. And so I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, they confirmed to make sure they had the information to let me know that when it comes in. So I moved on, left, come back. Uh, uh, no, as I was en route to go home, I got a phone call. She told me, oh, guess what? I say, yeah, what's up? She said, it's already here. It's like, oh, wonderful. And so, you know, she was like, okay, do you want to go ahead and purchase it? Now we could do an invoice, this, that, or whatever. I said, nope, mm -mm, I'm not, I'm not going to do an invoice because I want to see the color first. You know, because red is not is is not the red that I you know mm -mm, that I'm looking for. You know, it's coming all different hues and different colors of red. So um so anyway, after a few days, you know, I finally, you know, I told my husband and my kids, I said, you know what, I'm just not gonna go with my sister friend to this fashion show. Like I said, I thought it was a fashion show. Not knowing that my friend was part of this whole conspiracy. 
And because uh, I didn't have anything to wear. And plus the, that coat, you know, I, I just couldn't see myself, you know, spending that kind of money for it. You know, and it's beautiful, but I just, you know. Anywho, my husband found out about it and he said, you know, this is your birthday. You turn in 50 years old. Go ahead and treat yourself, you know. Um, and I was like, okay. And you know, when a husband says that and he gives you the credit card, what's up ladies? <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah. I was going in that room. Come on in the room. I went in that room, boo boo. I was going in. Okay. I went in the room, Shugs. Okay. He had to tell me twice. He didn't have to tell me twice. I went on sugar. I took my youngest daughter with me. And we went to that mall, went to that boutique. She knew who I was because she's like, oh, you here for that cold age? I said, girl, come on, come on, come on now. And sure enough, those coats were sitting up there. And now, now first when she called me, right, when she called me and she let me know that the coats were there, she said, oh, you need to come and get it real quick, you know, because it's not guaranteed that it's going to be here because they will go fly out the door. I'm saying to myself, check, look. The way the cost of that coat ain't gonna go, ain't gonna fly any, ain't gonna fly in time soon. Okay, so anywho, got there, tried out the size that I thought was going to fit me, but unfortunately, you know, I had to go a step up on size because of the cut, you know, of the arm sleeve, you know, and and the jacket itself. So I had to go up a size, um, which was fine, it's no big deal, and that was the perfect fit. And I went on ahead and purchased that, that coat. Now, being as though it's mesh material, I had to go ahead and get um, like a bodysuit type of thing. And I found that, um, had looked all over the stores, all over the mall, came across one in Victoria's Secrets of all places, went, found it, found that, purchased that. And, um, and I was going to go ahead and get me some shoes and I found the perfect pair of red boot shugs. Girls, let me tell you, I should have went on ahead and bought them doggone shoes because they was really calling me. They was telling me to come in that room and to just go right into the sanctuary. But I didn't go into the sanctuary. I just left the shoes sitting there. Man. And you know what? I You know what? I think I'm going to go back and get them shoes just because. Because, baby, if I had them shoes on that night on my party, sugar snapper. But anyway, I, I didn't get the shoes. I was just like, you know what? I already have some um, beautiful black, you know, um, gorgeous uh, shoes. And I have already have my pants anyway. I just needed to have a top and, you know, and that necklace. And I was good to go. And so basically that's how it turned out. My whole entire outfit was popping. It was awesome. It was great. I was set for a fashion show, not knowing that I was the fashion show. <laughs> okay. And listen, for those of you who are listening listening to me, if you have a Facebook account, you know, you can check my my um my personal page, which is under my name, Tawanta Davis Jones, and you can check it out. And I already have, you know, um posted um several videos of my entrance because as I said I didn't know what was going on I really believed that it was a fashion show that my sister friend was taking me to and not realizing that it was a uh, my surprise fabulous 50 uh birthday party 
but it was the most memorable, uh, most uh, sacred, special, loving, intimate uh, event that I will forever cherish. It was just absolutely amazing. My daughters um, did a phenomenal job with the decor and the colorscape and all of that. My husband took care of all of the you know, the logistic part, you know, all of that stuff, you know, of course the cost and, you know, the music and all of that stuff and everything. But overall, it just came together so perfect with the people that was there, that was meant to be there, that came. I was forever grateful for them. Man, it just, it just was just a blessing. And all the, all the other surprise, uh, other surprises that, um, that was, um, you know, part of the program, program, part of the event, if you will, that took me for a loop to loop. I mean, yeah, I, I lost it. I boo hoo 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 hoo, you know, but it was, it was all happy tears because of the love, man. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I, I had the opportunity to speak. And like I was saying to my, to those who were there that, you know, 50 years of my life, I didn't expect the road was going to be a challenging road for me. And, you know, me being a stay-at-home mom, I didn't expect it to be this length of time. I thought it was just going to be a temporary type of thing. But, you know, through the course of that time, you know, God just put in my spirit to let me know that this was an assignment that he had me had for me to be a stay-at-home mom. And through that process, through that process, y'all, you know, I was being reprimanded. I was being, you know, fussed at and, you know, and, and, and not being appreciative, appreciated, I would say, you know, from my husband, because, you know, going through the challenges of finances and him working at the time, and it was just a lot of pressure and all that stuff going on. And, you know, he was just pushing me to get out, get a job, look for a job and this, that, whatever. And that was not in my heart. That was not in my spirit at that season of that, uh, of my life, but I was so overwhelmed and I just felt really horrible. And my, my, my esteem was being crushed because, you know, he was just not really being considerate or understanding and all those things. And I know that I'm speaking to someone right now that is listening to the sound of my voice. That's probably something that you are experiencing to, to, to some degree. And you feel, you know, it's like, what, why, why am I being treated this way? Why is this happening? You know, um, you know, I'm being a stay-at-home mom for a purpose and a reason. When I chose to be a stay-at-home mom, I didn't realize why, you know, what, you know, how, how long it was going to take. I didn't realize this was an assignment for me, that this was a blessing. And, you know, and I, and I believe my husband failed to see it as such. It was a blessing because if I had decided to go out, you know, and look for a job, whether it was a part-time job or full-time job, you know, the cost of childcare, <laughs> oh my God, it's ridiculous. And even though we were already living paycheck to paycheck and all of that stuff, you know, I mean, my good, we were doing well, but at the same time, it was still a challenge. It was still a struggle. And if I had chose, chosen at that time to get a job, it would have been it would have been crazy, you know, and then to have somebody to watch my child before I had my second one, watch my child, even my, even both my kids at the time. It, I don't even think it would have been, it would not have been productive. I'm just being on the real because I know me, you know, and any mom out there knows when you are with your child for such a long period of time and you decide to leave your child in the hands of a, of a stranger or somebody you don't really know, 
very, very well, you know, you, you're not going to sit with that very well. You're just not going to sit with it. And even if you do know the person and you've known them for a long time, whether it's a relative or a dear friend of the family, you know, you, you are leaving your precious child in the hands of someone that may or may not have, you know, great experience. And if they do have experience because they have their child, well, you know, that's all, that's good to know, but you know, my child ain't your child, you know? Um, and you know, and that's a lot, you know, that a mom has to deal with, you know, when she's out there, you know, working for someone else. And I know if I chose, if I had chosen to do that, man, I would not have been happy. I know I wouldn't have been happy, you know? And that's what I realized that where God was, you know, why I chose to be a stay-at-home mom, because it was an assignment that God put in my heart. And even when, you know, my husband, you know, when he lost his job and later on started to work, found another job, but it was out of state, you know, and he was out of state for four years, two years in one state and two years in another state. And the only time we saw him was when, you know, we, you know, was on during holidays and on the girl's birthdays or whatever. Other than that, you know, we just pretty much will do, you know, live videos, you know, that live stream thing. And that's how we stay connected. You know, a, 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 um, I would say an average wife, if you will, I don't know if, you know, most women will be able to handle that kind of strain, you know, that kind of relationship of, you know, communicating, you know, long distance with your spouse. Some probably could be able to handle it. And most women can't handle that because the responsibilities is so great, you know, raising your child by yourself and yet you marry, but you are like a single parent, you know, and especially if you have more than one child, um, to take care of. And, but for me, I'll be honest with y'all. I didn't feel that pressure. I didn't feel that strain because as I said before, it was an assignment. So God had prepared me for this. Even when I didn't know I was being prepared for it, even when I didn't know I was being shaped for it, you know, but he prepared me for it. And man, I tell you, I tell you, I, I, I mean, I'm, it's only by God's grace that yet I still withstood all of the the hailstorms and the hurricanes and the tornadoes and the the strong winds and the lightning and everything else in my marriage, you know, from my spouse to myself. It's amazing how, you know, even when at that moment when I didn't want to get up out of my bed, when I did not want to um, just, I didn't want to see another day. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even want to be a mama. I, I was so, so strained and so stressed and overwhelmed I didn't want to be a mom. I, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to run away. Now, at first years ago, I'll be too ashamed and too embarrassed to say that because I didn't want people to look at me differently, and especially in the church. Mm-hmm. Come on with it, yep. Mm-hmm. Especially in the church, it's not the church itself, but the people inside the church. You know, the people, the people, not the church, the people. Okay, I didn't want to share that because I didn't know what their response was going to be. You know, and I just pretty much kept it to myself, which was very dangerous because, of course, I had one of those explosive moments, you know, where I just got fed up. I got fed up of being bullied, of being, you know, being attacked and being um, chastised and all those things. I did not deserve that. And after all I had put to the side, after all I had sacrificed and, you know, and 
you know, giving birth and being in labor, you know, for 15 plus hours. And this is the thanks I get. Uh-uh. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I, this is where I was feeling. I didn't want to be a mom. I just wanted to run away. And it's okay to feel that way, mamas. You're not a bad mother. Okay. You're not, you're not evil. Okay. You know, this is how you are feeling and you need to express those things, right? You need to start expressing that thing. God will bless you with somebody that can truly can relate to how you feel. Cause I tell you right now, I didn't have my mother at that time when I was going through that because my mom passed away after my oldest daughter had was two months old. And so pretty much I was left alone because I don't have any siblings or anything like that. So it was really hard for me to really communicate with anybody and to, you know, have anybody to relate to what I was going through. Because my husband couldn't understand. He has siblings. <laughs> yeah, even though, you know, what we have in common, you know, he lost his mom too. But, you know, he lost his mom unexpectedly, you know. But in my mother's case, you know, she was still with me, you know, because she suffered with a stroke at the time. And she was only there with me for the, you know, for the remaining of those few days before, you know, um, I had to, you know, have them to pull the plug off for her because she was on life support after that. Um, but I didn't have anyone, you know, and it was really hard. It was really, really hard to truly find someone to talk to, to express. And, you know, um, living in a foreign land that I've never been before and don't have any relations to anybody here. No cousins, no third cousins, no fourth cousins, no, no, nobody from the Davis family. Okay. We were just, I was lost. I felt lost. I didn't like it. I didn't like being here or anything, but I knew why we were here, of course, at that time. Um, but I thank God that I, at the time that I was able to connect with my mother's uh, oldest sister. And, you know, I just, I just let it all out. You know, I cried to her. I screamed. I, I, I was just letting it all out because I felt so broken. And that was also part of my grieving, guys. That was also part of my grieving. Because I didn't really grieve the way I should have grieved when my mother passed away. You know, it was, you know, I grieved, I cried, but I didn't grieve. And that, along with the current situation at that time, it just boiled over. You know, it just erupted like a volcano. And my aunt, I thank God for her to this day. We still connect every now and then. And, you know, she was one of those surprises on my birthday when my husband had her on the phone. And when she talked, and I didn't recognize her voice at at first, um, but when she called me by my middle name, and because nobody calls me by my middle name except my immediate family on my mom's side. And when she called my middle name, I was done. Tears were just flowing, child. My mascara probably... I didn't have on my waterproof mascara at the time. <laughs> it didn't matter. I mean, it was like I said, it was just because she, you know, she reminds me of my mom, of course. But um, she was there for me that day. She was there for me that day um, when I needed to talk to someone. And I tell you, I, I so thank God for her. I thank God for her, you know, being there and just to be that ear. Sometimes, ladies, you know, I understand. We just need somebody to be that ear, you know. Uh, we just need somebody to be there to just take 
all of what we are throwing out that can handle all of that anger, that can handle all of that that frustration that we had kept and lodged up in our hearts for such a long period of time. God will present that. And let me tell you something. God is the first and foremost person whom you need to put all of that into his hands. He said, cast all your cares, all your worries, all your concerns, all of your anger, all of your emotions to him because he can handle it. He can handle it, man. He can handle it. But yes, he will also bless you with a physical body of him. Come on now. He will also bless you with a physical body of him that will be there that will, you know, uh, listen and they will handle all what you have to, all that you have to throw out. They will handle the punches. They will handle, you know, the screams. They will handle the yelling. They will handle the moans and the groans. They will handle the, the snot running down your nose and your eyes bloodshot red and your face is swelling up because of the, of, you know, the tears and the, and the, the wail. They will handle it. And, that, and when you, when it's all said and done, they're not going to leave you stranded. They're going to be right there holding you if they're there physically there. Or they'll be right there by that on that phone, like my aunt was. She didn't say anything. She just allowed me to speak it. I didn't speak in words. I just cried it out and moaned and cried and moaned and cried and moaned. For God knows, I don't even remember how long old it was because my oldest daughter, who's 17 now, her birthday was this past Friday. She was about six months old when this, when this, when I had that that breakout moment. Well, um, and I tell you, man. Uh, And I was like that for the past couple of days, but she did not say a word. She just let me have that moment to let it all out. And she could relate because, yeah, she had a mother too. My, my grandmother, my mother's grandmother, right? So she understands. She understood what I was feeling. She understood uh, about, you know, as a wife, not being respected, not being valued. She understood about raising, you know, um, you know, your kids by yourself and, and your husband is not there, you know, because he's out fighting and, you know, and all those things as he was in the military, as far as you know, my aunt's, my aunt's, uh, ex-husband at the time. So she can relate to what I was feeling. She can relate to the pain. She can relate to the frustration. And I was so thankful to have her there because Lord knows if I didn't have my aunt Betty at that time in my life, Ooh, Jesus, it's no telling where I would be. It's no telling if, if, you know, where my daughter and I will be, you know, because I, and I say that because there are a lot of women out there that are so overwhelmed and they don't know how to release that anger. They don't know how to release that pain. And they feel so rejected. And when they finally take that last last uh, step of hope, you know, and talk to somebody and they share their concerns or what have you, and that person's and that person rejects them, oh, that's it. You know, that's it. They they will go ahead and do the unthinkable for the most case, right? They will go ahead and commit suicide. They will jump on top of the ledge with their kids in, in, their, in their hand or just them. Or they will go ahead and, and do something else or what have you, right? But I am so thankful that didn't happen to me. You know, I thank God that God placed the person in my life, the physical of him, the physicalness of him, which was, was my aunt at that time, you know, and even through that hardship, even through those that, that season, 
that 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 tornado, if you will, or that volcanic eruption of my life. Yet I was still a survivor. Yet I was resilient. Yet I was still fighting, even when I didn't have the strength, even when I didn't believe I was, you know, was, you know, winning, even though I didn't see myself as a, as a fighter or a winner or whatever, you know, I just felt rejected. I felt miserable. I didn't, I didn't believe in myself. Like I said, I didn't want to be a mom. I, I was just dealing with the pressure. And then of course, eventually after a while, I had my second daughter and, you know, I was still feeling the way I was feeling and it just started to intensify and all those things. And, you know, as I said, the the pressure was real, y'all, the pressure was real. And I mean, I know I get it. And it was just a lot going on in my life. And I just did not know if I wanted to see another day, you know, but every morning God opened up my eyes, I still found the strength to just get out of that bed. Even though I didn't care how I look, I didn't care what I looked like, I didn't care what I smelled like. I'm keeping it real. Y'all know. I didn't care if I didn't brush my teeth. I didn't care if I didn't comb my hair. I didn't care. Okay? You know, I had I had enough strength and energy to take, you know, my oldest daughter to school and uh and then of course to, you know, um take care of my oldest daughter, my youngest daughter at the time because she was a baby then, but yet I was still unhappy, yet I was still feeling, you know, so low in my life, and, you know, I just, I was just there, I was just there, but I was in depression too, but through all of those challenges that I encountered during my, most of my 50 years of living here on this earth, yet I survive, yet I'm still here, all of the backlash, all of the arguments, all of the, you know, being called out of my name, you know, by my husband and all of that. Yet I still, I'm still here. And I hear it all the time. Girl, you are a strong woman. Ooh, girl, I, that, that couldn't have been me. Wow, girl, I'm so proud of you. And I appreciate all of those things. I really, really do. But I can't dare take all of that into play because it's really by the grace of God that has kept me and and covered me and shielded me from all of this garbage that I was experiencing at the time of my life. And it has and 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 it has put me in a position right now that you know it has produced this inner woman to be birthed out and to come out and just to be bold and not take any flack from anybody. You know, I am to the, I'm to that position where I don't, I'm not going to allow you to come in my space and contaminate it with your words of hate or contaminate it with your words of, of garbage. You know, I'm not the issue. I never have been the issue. You are the problem. There's issues in your life that is coming out, you know, and it's causing a lot of dis, you know, distraction and, you know, a lot of heartache and pain in this current relationship, right? And there's so many of you out there are probably dealing with that same scenario. It may not be, may not be uh, my story, but you are dealing with some, some type of pain. 
you dealing with some type of resentment, you dealing with some type of, you know, insecurities, you dealing with some depression, you dealing with, you know, um, going in that room or in that closet or in that shower and turn it on and just cry as the water comes down. I can't tell you how many times I had to go into that bathroom or, or my guest bathroom and just turn the water on and just ball out, cry, cry until I couldn't cry no more. And I would say, God, why? God, I can't. I can't take this anymore. This is hurting me. I don't get it. I don't deserve this. Why is this happening? You know, and all of these things. And ladies, it's okay to ask God these questions. It's okay to scream. It's okay to yell it out. It's okay. You're not You're not being a bad person. You're not. I don't want you to think that you are because you're not. You know who you are. And I know it's a fight every day trying to really let people see the who the realness of who you are. You know, we allow strife and we allow people's words to break us down and tear us down and tell us that we're nothing and that our our responsibilities are to take care of the home, take care of the kids, cook the dinner, you know, and fold the laundry and, you know, be ready and be be hot and ready, I would say, for your man. Mm. I would say this, that, yeah, we need to do that. That is our, that is part of our responsibility. It is. And don't have no shame of saying that. But along with that, that it comes with respect in there. Okay. You know, you, 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 you deserve to be respected. You deserve to be honored. Come on, somebody. You deserve to be valued. Right. Okay. This is not a 50, 50 negotiation. This is all in negotiation. When you said I do, you committed all in, okay? It's not all in for you, homie. It's all in for the both of us. Come on with it, all right? I hope I'm speaking truth to somebody out there because I know what I'm saying is fact, okay? What I'm saying is true. You know, I don't understand when, you know, when you say I do that, you know, you, you know, the the relationship, you know, it, it, it goes sour, because, you know, we, we stick with the old mindset from back in the day, like, you know, men, you know, they provide, they protect and, you know, make sure, you know, their families are well taken care of. And that part is true. And if they are doing that, God bless them. Thank them for that. You appreciate all what they put down. But you, they got to understand that's not the only hat that they wear in that household, man. That's not the only hat. You wear the other hat of being a compassionate husband. You know, being that, you know, being that uh, sensitive spouse, being that friend, you know, being there, being available, you know, like, yeah, you're, yeah, you know, we as women, we have our sister friends, right? We have that, that ride or die girlfriend and we value them. We love them because when we need to cry on, on the shoulders of our sisters, guess what? They're there. And we appreciate them. But when you find that man of your dreams and when you found that brother and you marry him, 
you know what? He's supposed to take the replacement of your best friend. Not saying that you're never going to connect with your sister friend ever again, because that's not what I mean. But when you meet your husband, you also meet your best friend. You also meet that person and you can put your, you know, cry on their shoulders and you can speak your truth, the rawest truth. And they won't, you know, they won't uh, judge you. They won't ridicule. They won't embarrass or anything like that. You know, whatever you talk about is sacred between you and them, right? But if you are in a situation or in a relationship where that is not the case, it is, you know, that, 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 that has been, you know, uh, dismantled, that has been broken due to the situation that is going on in your life right now. Yeah. There's something going on there. I know I've been there, yo. I've been there for real, for real. Okay. And I understand that pain. It's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. But I'm here to tell you, ladies, that in spite of all what you are dealing with right now, in spite of what you are feeling right now, best believe, sweetheart, you are resilient. You are powerful. You are strong. And I'm going to show you my recipe for resilience. I'm going to show you my recipe for resilience. I call it my recipe for resilience, which is an acronym for it, right? So the letter R for resilience, you know what? Be ready to win. Everything that you are dealing with right now, you know what, ladies, as I said before about my life, I didn't realize I was already a winner. It didn't feel like I was winning anything. <laughs> if I look back now on my life, I'm, I, I, I remember where I was, where I was sitting in the living room upstairs, upstairs in my house. And I could tell you the times when I just sat there and I just let life go by. There were times I didn't even want to get up. Like I said, I didn't care how I look. I didn't care about my hair. I didn't care <laughs> about nothing. You know, when, when, when my oldest daughter was still small before she even started kindergarten, you know, cause you know, I was her babysitter. I was everything. I was, you know, I was her mom. Like I said, I didn't want to be a mom. I didn't want to be a mama. I wanted to run away. I did not care. And I, and I'm, and, and like I said, I don't have a problem saying that because guess what? There's a lot of women out here right now that are feeling the same exact way. But they are hurting inside because they are afraid to speak their truth. I'm telling you, mamas, you go ahead and speak your truth. That doesn't make you a bad mother. That doesn't make you, uh, you know, a hateful mother. People are going to say what they're going to say. And those people who go ahead and, and reject you and saying, how dare you say such a thing? Trust me, they thought the same thing too about their, about themselves also. Because being a mom and raising children, it is not an easy task. And I'm not saying that it's horrible or anything. That's a lie from the pit. But there are some times when you are not well equipped when it comes to some un, you know, uh, unannounced situations. And it will pull you in all different directions. Your emotions, your hormones, everything is totally out of whack. Right? There's some things that you just was not prepared for. And then what makes it even worse is when you have a partner, you have that person and they are not, not accessible. They don't really help as the way you want them to help. And if they do contribute, that's great, but still you would definitely need them all the time. But in most cases, it doesn't happen in the household that you're living in, right? But I want you to remember when you hear the word resilience, that you have to be ready to win. Because there's going to be some moments where you're going to have to fight like hell to survive. And I don't mean survive as far as the challenges in your life, but you got to survive that inner woman in you.
because all of the things that you are dealing with right now is suppressing that inner woman, that inner voice. Cause you still trying to figure out well, why am I still here? I want to give up. I want to, I'm just so freaking tired, man. I just want to just throw the tire, the, the towel out there. And I know I threw my towel, my towel, my white towel out so many, many times, but you know what? I came back and picked that towel up. And I tell you one thing, that towel was not spick and span clean. When I picked it up, it was dirty. It was filthy. It was raggedy. It started to have some holes. It started to shred all of that. But yet I still picked up that towel because I know I can still be able to utilize that towel. I can go ahead and wash that towel. Yeah, it's dirty, it's muddy, it's creepy, it's all of that stuff. But I went on ahead and washed it. I allowed to be washed, I allowed to be cleansed, and I allowed to, you know, to be fixed. So, you know, that's how God is with us. We are that towels, ladies. We go out and we fight every day, every day. When we wake up in the morning, we are fighting. When we go to drop our kids off to school, we're fighting. When we, when we get ourselves ready to go somewhere, we're fighting. When we have arguments with our spouse, we're fighting. When we, have, when we make love to our husbands, we're fighting. Come on now. When we're with our family and we got to, you know, you, know, you know, be different for everybody else, we're fighting. Come on with it. Because it's, 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 it's so, it is just so much that we never was prepared for. We as women, you know, we all, you know, we, when we were kids, you know, we always dreamt of how we want our marriage to be, how we want our wedding to be like based on the books that we read. Cause I was always into those romance novels. How many of you remember those Harlequin romance novels? Y'all remember those books back in the day? Do they still have those books to this day? Cause I don't even read that stuff no more. <laughs> I don't even know if they still exist. I think they do. But Harlequin romance novels were the thing back in the day. I don't know what's the thing is now. I don't know what it is. But back then, you know, um, those type of books were, you know, were the, uh, I would say, the answer key or the fantasy uh, to every young woman's dream. You know, of meeting that that handsome man, you know, and fall in love and get married and live happily ever after, as the book says. But child, they had missed a few chapters in those books. Okay. <laughs> they had missed some chapters. We, You know, you have to look back over your life and you got to find out, well, did I jump over some chapters in my romance novel of my life? Because I don't recall reading anything about, you know, being fussed at, being yelled at, being cussed at, and, you know, being, you know, mistreated, being, being abused verbally, mentally, physically, emotionally, and all of the above. I don't remember reading a chapter from one of those Harlequin romance novels or any type of romance novels back in my day. I don't remember reading anything like that. I may have come across a few chapters talking, you know, talking about, or, you know, they had a little squabble here and there. Cause yeah, that happens. Right. And, and they, but after a while, you know, they come back together, loving each other stronger than ever before. Right. And in most cases that may happen for some of you, but in, in other cases that ain't happening right now for some of you. And I know because I've been there too. Right. 
So I know exactly what you're talking about. I know how you're feeling, ladies. I've been there before. But as I said before, despite all that you have encountered, and even now, you know for sure, you know that you are resilient and you need to be ready to win. You also need to examine your purpose. That's for the letter E in resilience. Examine your purpose. Ladies, you need to understand who you are. That inner woman inside of you, Oh, that, that, that's your powerhouse right there. That, 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 that woman right there is ready to be birthed. She's ready to come out and you know it. Some of you have been trying to figure out what has been going on with you. You can't even pinpoint, you can't even put it to words for the past several weeks, months, or if not a couple of years, you've been just walking around like a little zombie and trying to figure out what is going on, man. I mean, like, man, I can't keep still. I know it's something Something is happening for my life, but I just can't figure out what it is. And it, and it gets even more frustrating and you start to cry and you're like, God, what is going on? Because I know something is happening inside of me, but I just can't figure out what it is. Baby, that's your purpose. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, through all what you're going through right now, you know, God is prepping you for your destiny. You're in the process of breaking out. You're in the process of breaking through and breaking into your destiny. You are feeling the labor pains of your destiny coming out of you. That's what's going on. You, your body's getting, pre getting prepared, you know, for, for that birth, the spiritual birth, that inner you that's been keeping you grounded. That's been trying to keep you whole, keeping you sane. I would say keeping you sane for the past couple of years. And that's exactly what happened to me. That's what kept me going. Even when I didn't have nothing left to give, the times that I was here, and I'm like I said, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm here mostly every day. You know, my kids are going to school. My husband's going to work. And so it's me and God. And I'm upstairs talking to God like I'm talking to a sister friend like or my neighbor or somebody next door. And I'm in my house just talking to him. And I'm saying, God, I don't know what's going on here, but I know it's something powerful inside of me that is ready to be birthed out. I can feel it. I sense it. But I just don't know how it's going to how it's going to happen. And, I, and it's frustrating because I see myself doing so much. I see myself speaking to the multitude of women out there. I see myself standing before thousands of women and, you know, mentoring and enriching their lives and elevating them and helping them to to see the purpose in their life. I see that God, but right now I'm looking at my situation. I'm looking at my circumstances and God, it just doesn't parallel. It just doesn't coincide. It just, it just, not, it's just not working and it's scaring me and it's hurting me and, and the tears be flowing y'all. And I'm, and I'm like, but God, through all what I'm feeling right now, even though I want to cave in and quit sometime, I'm not going to, because you're not letting go of me. So I'm not letting go of you. And I never gave up on myself because I know what God promised me in his word, that he had a plan for my life, a plan to bless me, not to hurt me, not to harm me, not to bash my name, but to take me in, into the, to a land that he has already prepared for my life. And I'm still holding on to that. I have confidence and I have faith in knowing that the promises that he has uh, put in his word, that is for me as well. So yes, I have been examining my purpose and I do it every single day. And what I have been visualizing and what I have seen myself doing, I'm doing it right now. I'm talking to, talking to my sisters out there, my resilient sisters out there. 
I'm talking to every single sister that is listening to the sound of my voice, whether you are in New Jersey, whether you're in New York, whether you're in California, what's up, Cali? Were you up in, in Philly? What's up, Philly? You know what I'm saying? Wherever you are, God has answered my prayers, man. I am talking to the multitude of women right now, and I am so forever grateful because the deal is if he can do it for me, I know he can do it for you. Also, ladies, you need to stay in control. Despite all the, the chaos that you are going through right now, trust me, you stay in control. Stay in control of your emotions, ladies. I, and trust me, I mm, come on, I know. Sometimes it, ain't, it is not easy. It's easy to say it, but it ain't easy to do. <laughs> it ain't. I'm just, I'm, look, trust me. It, <laughs> I am so, whew, I'm so guilty at that sugar, okay? But I, I will only get upset when I feel like I'm being target, targeted or I'm being accused or falsely accused of something. And, you know, and I know I did not contribute to that situation or I did not cause that situation to be where it is. And you're going to blame me for your stupidity. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to speak up. You know, I'm going to talk my truth. Right. And, you know. It's like a fine line, ladies, when it comes to controlling your uh, emotions. But truthfully, ladies, you got to understand you do have the power. You do have the power to, um, you know, to be in charge of your of your emotions and also be in charge of where you are right now. Ladies, you are fully equipped of, of a powerful of a powerful tool within you. You have that power to accept or not to accept the things that is in front of you. You know what will be of great value to you or what will bless you. And you know what will continue or what will contaminate your mind or what will hurt you or mistreat you in any kind of way. You have that power. You got to remember that, that you have power within you to block it or to accept it. You choose. Ladies also realize with the letter I and resilience that you have the irreversible mindset. Mm. I know a lot, a lot of times, you know, we have so much things going on in our minds. And, you know, if we don't be careful, we can allow our minds to, eat, to you know, to get even loud and, you know, overpower our voice, our physical voice and have us to start, you know, acting upon, acting on, I would say, you know, um, on our emotions. And that could be very, very dangerous, very, very lethal. But ladies, you know, we have that power. As I said before, we have that power to control our mindset and when we make up our minds, you know, we stick with it, right? When we make up our minds, we, we're not going to let anything or anybody to reverse that. If you are ready to step out on faith and start living your life and living your life free from the drama, from the anger, from the bitterness and from whatever else you've been dealing with, then do it. God got your back. That's all you need right there, Shugs. Do what you got to do so you can start living again. You can start being free again. You feeling me? The letter L for resilience. Living victoriously. How many of you out there want to live victoriously? 
How many of you want to live free? How many of you want to win every single day? Well, guess what? It can happen. And it doesn't always have to be something big. It could be something small. And it doesn't always have to be in regards to your personal relationship. It could just be you. You know, it's about you. You have accomplished some things. You Even the, the smallest things that we overlook every day. Like I said before, you know, when I was going through, I didn't care about how I look. I didn't care about, you know, combing my hair or anything like that. But after a while, when I really started to allow God to heal me, you know, being that dirty rag, you know, he started to heal me in a lot of areas in my life. I didn't know I was broken. And then eventually when I started to, you know, regain the strength from the inside out, I started to take that time out and, you know, just taking care of myself. That was victory to me. Combing my hair, pampering myself, you know, brushing my teeth, eating, (laughs) right? I started to love me again and it wasn't easy. It took a minute, but I I did it. And that was victory for me because I was in a dark place, y'all. I was in a place that I don't want anybody to ever, ever visit because I didn't think I was ever going to come out. And I'll be honest with you, I was comfortable being in that dark spot, but God did not want me to be there any longer. And I don't want you to be there either. The letter I to resilience. I am who God says I am. That's something, ladies, I want you to start speaking to yourself every day. That's it. I am who God says I am. You have to say that to yourself and start believing that. Putting the emphasis on I am that God says I am. I am who God says I am. I am who God says I am. You got to speak that thing out every single day until you start believing that. Your spirit starts to, you know, uh, respond to it as well. You got to understand what God says who you are. You are the apple. You are the apple of his eye. You are radiant. You are glorious. You are powerful. You are anointed. You are beautiful. You are more valuable than rubies, pearls, diamonds, even platinum, honey. Come on, somebody. Even rose gold, even 24 karat gold. Okay? You are valuable. You are precious. You are royalty. Yes, you, God sees you like that every single day. He calls you beautiful every single day. When you walk outside the door, you hear the birds chirping, right? You you hear the wind, you know, with the leaves in, in the trees. That's God talking to you. He allows you to see the day that he created just for you. And he says, good morning, beautiful. I love you. Wow. That blesses me, man. Because I allow him to speak to me in the mornings. I allow him to speak to me as often as possible. Because yes, there are days, there are moments that I don't feel loved. There are days, there are moments where I start to doubt myself. But God continues to remind me when I look out the window that he loves me and that I am beautiful. There are trees in my backyard, tall trees, by the way, that around this time in the fall season, 
the leaves starts to change into this gorgeous burnt orange red color. And I call them my fireball trees because that's exactly what it looks like. Trees of fire. It is, as, oh my God, it is so breathtaking to me. I hate when the leaves fall though. <laughs> you know, you just want to, you know, want the leaves to stay there forever. But when I look at those trees and I am so drawn into its beauty, God, you know, God reminds me, he lets me know that's how he sees me. That beauty, that fire in me, radiant. It never dies. It never goes away. When he sees me, he sees power. When he sees me, he sees this gorgeous light. Mm. He sees this aura in me, this, this radiance in me. And when I hear the wind, you know, whistling through the trees, the leaves and all of that, and I feel that wind pressed up against my face, going across my face, that I believe that's God kissing me. Give me kisses on my cheeks and let me know how beautiful I am, how much he loves me. And ladies, that's what you need to start reminding yourself that God loves you. You are who God says you are. The letter E in resilience, every step is forward action. The letter E, every step that you take, ladies, is forward action. I know it's hard to take those steps. I remember when I was saying earlier that it was hard for me to get out of the bed sometimes, man. I woke up every morning, but I didn't want to get out of that bed. I didn't want to walk. I didn't, I didn't want to do anything. But when I did, it was so hard because of the weight that was on my shoulders, carrying all of that pain, all of that grief, all of that. Oh, my gosh. It was just not a good, good season in my life. But I didn't realize while I was going through that, that I was taking a step forward of getting healed, of getting delivered, of being set free. God was directing me even when I didn't ask for to be directed. God was, 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 you know, uh, he was, uh, helping me. He was helping me through that process when I didn't even recognize, I didn't, didn't even know that he was doing it for me. And he's doing the same thing for you, my love. He's doing that for you right now. Every step that you are taking is a forward action to your to your healing, for you being free, for you start living in peace, start living in happiness. Yeah, living in happiness. For you to be happy again. The letter N for resilience, no more, not giving up. And never quit. Ladies, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself. Yeah, I, I I wanted to give up so many, many times. I told you, I threw that towels out so many times, honey. And when I picked it up, it was raggedy. It was dirty. It was dusty. It was got holes, honey. It, it, it was shredded up. But I took that towel back. Because that little bit of out, a little bit whatever was in me, that inner voice kept telling me to keep fighting. Don't quit. Don't quit. No, no more. No more garbage. No more, no more disrespect. No more, no, no more hurting yourself. It's not so much about the people that's hurting you. It's you. 
It's you. We are hurting ourselves, ladies. And yeah, we, we feel as though that they, we don't have the, the capabilities to, to make things different, to make things right again. Yes, you do. You could take that step forward and start living your life. But we keep looking at our scars. We keep looking at our problems. We keep looking at our mistakes and our faults. And we get blinded by all of that. And God is saying, I, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at, I'm looking at my perfect, beautiful daughter. The one I love so very, very much. I have great plans for you if you only allow me to lead you there. So don't give up on yourself. Never quit, ladies. You have that power to do it. The letter C in resilience. Control. Control your now. Meaning that right now, at this very minute, ladies, you have the power to make a change. In your life. Yes, you, not your spouse, not your kids, not your children, not your family, not your, not the economy. No, you control your now, right now. What are you going to do? Because you've been thinking about some things for the past several days. Now you need to make a decision, sugar. You need to make a decision for the benefit of your life, for your future, for your children's future. You need to control it and take care of it now. And the letter E, the last E for the word resilience, exercise the word resilience. Exercise the word resilience, ladies. Keep saying that in your spirit. I am resilient. I am who God says that I am. You are resilient. Exercise that word. Oh man, I tell you, when God put that in my heart, when I started my group, Resilience Beauty Academy, man, that was, I knew that was God right there because I wanted to start a group. I wanted to start a group that truly, you know, reflect my life, but not just my life personally, but other lives out there as well, you know, and it, I truly believe that this is the, that piece of puzzle right now that, um, that fits for so many people's lives out there. Ladies, you are resilient. And that beauty that I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about the physical body, the physical beauty. I'm talking about your inner beauty, that ministry, that 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 uh gift, that talent. You know, um th- that that it factor, your purpose. All that God has incorporated in you, that is your inner beauty, that power within you. That's your inner beauty. And when you start to notice and acknowledge that, that's what's going to cause that radiance to glow through from the inside out. And it will start to radiate your natural beauty. And that's what's going to attract multitude of people to come to you, just like it's coming to me. Ladies, I hope this blessed you today. I hope this inspired you and I hope this truly encouraged you because I really want you to to know that, yeah, you are resilient, that you are powerful and there are great things in store for your life. Don't ever give up on yourself. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever give up on on the promises, you know, that God has whispered into your heart that he whispered to you at night that he whispered that he shares with you in your dreams 
Because there's a lot of you out there. You have written down your goals. You've written down your ideas. You've written down those dreams. And there are un, there are things that you want to accomplish. There are things you want to start. Some of you uh, want to start a new uh, business. Some of you want to, you know, start a catering business. Some of you want to start, you know, um, a mentor program. There's so many gifts and skills and talents out there for you ladies. And these are women that I'm talking about that are, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond. And you have you have allowed the world to tell you that you are no good, that you are old and that you don't have nothing of value anymore. As long as you are living and breathing and God wakes you up every day. Yeah, you have something of value and God is ready to birth that out of you. It's time for you to live on purpose. It's time for you to control your now. It's time for you to ready to be ready to win. It's time for you to go ahead and examine your purpose and be in control. It's time for you to have that that irreversible mindset. When you set your mind to a baby, you don't dare change your mind for nobody. You do it. You hear what I'm saying? You do it and be bold and be proud of it. No more drama. As my sister girl, Mary J. Blige, says, no more drama, no more garbage, no more abuse, okay? No more being taken for granted. You feeling me, sisters? Not giving up. Don't give up on yourself. Never, never quit. But more important, ladies, exercise to work resilient because that's who you are. Until next time, ladies. I will see you soon. I will talk with you soon. I hope you have a prosperous and glorious week. Until we meet again. Peace. Hello, ladies. Hey, beauties. What's going on? How are you? How are you doing today? How was your weekend? How was your week? I hope you had a productive week, a prosperous weekend. I hope your week was just amazing and whatever you prayed to God about this past week that it happened. It happened, right? Y'all, let me tell you, I had an awesome, awesome week. I had a great weekend it was just great to fellowship with my sister friends at church Sunday. It was absolutely awesome. I had a good time. And listen, the last time I talked to you guys, if you remember, I was sharing sharing with you about my birthday experience, right? My friend surprised me with this fabulous uh, 50th birthday party. And I tell you, I was still in, living in the moment. I was still living in the moment. And I am kind of still living in the moment right now. Wow. You know, because I'm just so thankful and so blessed to have people in my life, you know, that continues to feed life in me with their words of support and encouragement and and love, man. It's just amazing, right? I'm very, very grateful. And speaking of grateful, I decided to do um, my 50 days of gratitude on my personal page on Facebook. 
Now, I didn't come up with this idea on my own. Actually, my mentor, my coach, my sister friend, Letitia Campbell, uh, she uh, started this thing because she's actually doing 100 days of gratitude on her page. And, you know, and she got this idea from someone whom she, um, you know, connected to a while back. And, you know, she's been doing this pretty much every year since then. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and challenge myself and do my days of gratitude. And I chose 50 because, yeah, I just turned 50 years old. So I just made it happen. And so it's a week ago today. I just, I just, um, left, um, my day of gratitude today, I was talking about my independence and how we as women, man, oh man, I don't even think, I don't even think you realize just how blessed you got it, girls. Okay. You are independent, honey. You have the freedom to choose how you want to live your life. You have the freedom to choose, you know, what type of makeup you want to wear, you have the right to choose whether or not if you want to have a, a good hair day or a bad hair day. You have the right to choose if you want to flaunt it, you want to cut it off. You have the right to choose to decide what type of outfit you want to wear, whether you want to wear something off the shoulder, if you want to wear, you know, those uh, short shorts, those Daisy Duke shorts or whatever. You have the right to choose. You have that freedom, I would say, to choose what you want to do, how you want to do it, and be happy of doing it, right? You have that freedom to walk out your house when you want to, when you feel like it. You have the right to go anywhere within the community or anywhere in the country, anywhere out of the country. You have that freedom because guess what? There are some of our sisters in other countries on the other side of this planet. They don't have that luxury of freedom like we do. They don't have that freedom to walk out the door and go anywhere they choose to go to. They don't have that freedom to choose the outfit or the clothes they want to wear. They don't have that freedom to choose or decide what type of hairstyle they want to wear. They don't have that freedom to decide if they want to cut their hair, you know, and wear a wear a uh, you know a low cut low cut bob, you know. They don't they don't have that freedom, y'all. They don't have that freedom to start their own businesses. They don't have that freedom to you know to be an entrepreneur. And yet, these women that we read about or that we see on National Geographic or any other major network out there that speaks or, you know, document other cultures, you know, they don't have the freedom to utilize, to utilize their voices. Some women are just not even able to talk. They're not, they are forbidden to speak their truth. <laughs> yeah, that may sound so ancient, right? Here it is 2018 and we're still dealing with that today. We're still dealing with that today, and not just in particularly in the countries overseas, but even here in these United States of America. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, child. There are some women that are living in their homes and they're not allowed. Yeah, not allowed, honey, to speak their truth. Not allowed to go out. And even if they do go out, they only can go out so far. Like they could go to the store to get groceries. They could go to the cleaners to get their clothes or, you know, they go to the school to pick up their kids or whatever like that, you know, but that's how far they can go. They can't go like to the mall. They can't go out to the restaurants to eat. They can't even go on like on a weekend trip or even go to the beach or something like that. You know what I'm saying? They're not allowed to do that. But that happens here in these United States of America. Mm. But we, we need to be that voice for these women out there and let them know that, girl, you can break out of that bondage. Mm. You can. Yes, you can. You can break out of that because you have freedom. You are free to do whatever you choose to do, whatever you want to do, how you want to do it. And you don't have to apologize for it either. Hmm. You a grown woman. <laughs> right? I'm a grown woman. You're a grown woman. You have every right to do what you want to do. Whatever you choose to do, it's going to make you happy, right? How you do it, when you do it, it's so up to you. But when you do it, it's going to give you freedom. It's giving you purpose, right? It's giving you that power, you know, that power of choice, that power to, you know, move forward and not be enforced or enforced, if you will. Yeah. So that's what I'm grateful for, guys. I'm grateful for my independence. I'm grateful to be in these United States, despite of the tragedies and the issues that's going on, you know, in this country. But yet, United States, they have something to offer. Great opportunities, great, you know, um, ideas, you know, that I can truly take the opportunity and jump in, right? And you know, exercise my skills and my talents and my ministry and all of those things that would, you know, and definitely would travel to impact other women's lives. So yeah, I'm very, very grateful. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? And see, when I started doing this, when I started doing the 50 days of gratitude, you know, it had me to start really thinking about my life because, you know, I easily can complain about something y'all and I'm guilty at that. I'm, I'm going to be real and raw. Y'all know me, right? I have a problem of complaining. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much like a petty type of complaint. No, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, you know, dealing with the issue of that individual or those individuals and, you know, it seems like, you know, they're just still doing the same old, same old, same old stuff. It seems like there's no change, no growth, no nothing. It is still the same. And you just find fault. You just find something, you know, when you see that they're not doing anything, you go ahead and complain. Like, mm-hmm, see, they ain't mean what they say. See, they still, you know, want to be selfish and this, that, or whatever. You know, I find complaints. And I've been doing that for quite some time. And I had to humble myself, y'all. I had to really get it together. I said, Lord, help me to do better. Because why in the world am I complaining? And when we complain about the issues, guess what, y'all? 
it doesn't go away. The more we talk about it, the more it stays and it gets deeper and deeper, deep, deeply rooted, right? It just stays there, right? Until something, until we get our acts together, guys, it's going to remain the same, right? And so I just learned to just appreciate what I already currently have and not look at the bad stuff, not look at the negative things of that individual or persons or their attitude or how they talk and all these things. Because at the at the end of the day, it's not even about you anyway. You know, it's not you. You're not the cause of why they act the way they act towards you. It's really them. But even but even with that, you still appreciate them being there. You know, you appreciate, you're thankful that your kids are home every day. You kiss them goodbye in the mornings. You drop them off to school or drop them off at the bus stop. And, you know, they come home at the end of the day, after practice or after dance or after football practice or whatever. They come home. And yet they may disappoint you because they got their report card in or they didn't do well in the test or they got a phone call from school or something to that regard. And yeah, you have a right to be disappointed, of course, or whatever, but that, you know, still be grateful, right? Because they're home, they're safe, right? There are moms out there, there are parents out there, they don't have their kids. And so, you know, it had me to start thinking about the value of gratitude. Had me to start thinking about how blessed and, and richly blessed I am. Yeah. And so I'm really digging this thing. I'm really enjoying this, right? The 50 days of gratitude. I would love for you all to just go ahead and check my uh, Facebook page, my per- my personal page. And, you know, be blessed by that, man. Just, just be blessed by it. I challenge you, ladies. I challenge you to go ahead and create your 50 days of gratitude. And of course, you decide how many days you want to do it, right? And just go ahead and and just talk about what you're grateful for. I'll be honest with you all. I didn't it didn't, you know, when I go on, I don't know what I want to be what I want to talk about. And it's not like I'm not grateful, but sometimes I have a blank. You know, my brain just, just decided just want to go on a mini vacation break or something. And I'm like, really? I'm not grateful for anything, but I know I am grateful. <laughs> so I just go to Uncle Google. Mm-hmm. I go to Uncle Google and I'll just type in ways of being grateful or 100 ways of being grateful or whatever. And then it pops up and I just click on one of those links. And then I just look at the list of things that, you know, that person or whatever, whoever is grateful. And I just look at it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm grateful for that too. I'm grateful for that too. Let me talk about that today. Right. So I'm just saying, I don't have it all, you know, all in my head or what I'm grateful for every single day. When I come on live every day, you know, there's some days I know exactly what I'm going to talk about, what I'm grateful for. And then there's some days that I'm not sure exactly what I'm grateful for. <laughs> but when I do come on, when I check it out, I'm like, okay, yeah. Because you know why I do that? Why I say that? Because, you know, we don't have it all together all the time. You know, we, we as women, we just beat our own selves up too much, you know, and if we don't have the answers 
you know, we're like, well, I'm not going on. I'm not coming on live. Or I'm not going to talk about it, you know, because I don't have anything to talk about. So I'm just going to let it go. No, don't let it go, girl. You need to go ahead and speak your truth. Own it. Talk about it, right? You know, because you sometimes when we share the things that we are grateful for, I believe that is a powerful seed that is implanted to those individuals to have them to start rethinking about what they're grateful for, right? Um, And then they can start meditating on that. And then eventually they probably will go ahead and have a whole different attitude and different mindset throughout the course of their day because they heard how grateful you were for your independence or grateful for, you know, uh, relationships or grateful for, you know, your kids' education and what have you, right? Because as I said, we, you know, we, we complain every day for the majority of us. We complain. We are complainers. We are, (laughs) you know, some of us may do it, you know, you know, um, discreetly, And then some of us just bold with it, honey. Girl, I'm complaining. Yes, I'm complaining because I am tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of them and all of that, right? But when you hear someone talk about how grateful they are or what they're grateful about, man, it just has you to ponder and has you just really think a little bit about yourself, yeah, and it may put you in that repent state, like, Lord, I repent because, yeah, I'm guilty. I have been complaining about about my husband. I've been complaining about my kids, and I've been complaining about my job, and I've been complaining about this, that, or whatever. But hearing my sister talking about what she's grateful for and this, that, whatever, I am grateful too. I am grateful too. So, yes, ladies, go ahead. I challenge you. And when you do this, I would love for you to message me and let me know that, hey, I listened to your podcast, girlfriend, and I took that challenge on. And so I'm doing my days of gratitude and I would love for you to check it out. And you know, I will, honey. I'll be like, oh, sick it, sick it, sick it now. Because guess what? Next week, next week when I come on live, I am going to, you know, put your name out there. I'm going to let my let our sisters know that you have your days of gratitude and that we all need to come and pour the love to you. You don't think I ain't going to do it? Watch me. Mm-hmm. Come on. I'm serious. So yes, this is the challenge. I want you ladies to go ahead and um, put that out there on your uh, personal page, on your Facebook page. Hey, do it on Twitter too. Now, I don't have a Twitter account. I don't. I do not have a Twitter account. I don't have a tweet tweet. No, I do not have a tweet tweet, sugar. Um, but even if you do, if you have a Twitter account, still let me know. I'm I'm still gonna broadcast your name out there, Shugs, so your sisters can go and support, right? They go in and support you, right? Um, and we and I'm doing this because listen, listen, y'all. We are on social media every single day, and you know what's on your news feed every day. It's a lot of mess. It's a lot of craziness going on. And we get so distracted over that mess. We get distracted over, you know, the videos that's being posted and the comments that's being uh, said about those individuals that's in legal trouble or, you know, hardships happening in their lives or whatever. And we just always, you know, we get fed into 
the into the nonsense into this stuff right and we need to change that we need to start spreading the good news of love and appreciation and life you know and support to our sisters out there we need to start doing that it only takes one and then that one person go ahead and start planting that seed and start sharing it and praying that those who are listening, they will take that seed themselves and start sharing it and spreading it and passing it along, right? And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to take this seed, the seed of gratitude, and I want you to take that seed and plant it in your area, in your personal page, in your Facebook, your Twitter, right? Even on Instagram, if you're on Instagram all the time, I, I have an Instagram account, guys, and I'm on Instagram daily myself, and I love it. I love my Instagram. I really, really do, um, but you can definitely, you know, um, pass that out to your days of gratitude on, on Instagram. As I said before, when you do it, message me, let me know, and I will be happy to put your name out there and let all the sisters in our in our resilience family to come on your page, follow you, and support you, girl. I'm serious. Come on now, because we need to support each other. We need to build this sorority, if you will, or this family network of sisterhood, and you know, um, and start dominating you know, these social medias out here, all this platform and start drowning out all the negative and start, you know, building up the positive. That's what we need to be doing because we get too caught up in all the negative every single day. It's too much going on in this world for us to, you know, to, you know, to, you know, get all caught up in all what's going on. We need to start flipping the script. We keep complaining. Yeah, that word again. We keep complaining about, well, why don't people do something about this? And this is a shame. This is so sad. Well, why don't you do something about it, boo? And it doesn't require money. Mm, come on now. It doesn't require your paycheck. Come on. doesn't require your credit card that is already past the limit. Mm-hmm child we're gonna leave that one alone right it doesn't require your debit card or anything like that it just requires your gifts your skills and your time that's it mama that's it and it's easy it's easy so this here is simple it's easy go ahead and challenge yourself go ahead and do the days of gratitude and you know and share this along with your sister friend so we can you know, overflow the news feed of, you know, of gratitude and grace and appreciation and love, you know, out to the public, you know, and drown out the ignorance and the bigotry and the racism and the hating and the bashing and the name calling and the other craziness out there when it comes in regards to our sisters of all nationalities. You feeling me? So, yeah, I'm very happy of doing that. And let me tell you, too, about this podcast. Y'all, listen. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, this podcast is a dream come true for me. And I said this on my episode, my very first episode about this podcast and how I wanted to do this podcast since the latter uh, months of 2017. 
And I didn't know nothing about a podcast. I didn't know what it was all about, but I knew I had that app already on my phone when I got my Apple phone. (laughs) And I was like, what is this app? What is this thing? You know, and I clicked on it and I was like, what? You know, and after a while, you know, after research and listening to certain um, shows, I was like, you know what, God, I think I can do something like this, right? So that vision came to my mind. That idea came to my my mind, right? I saw myself, you know, talking to uh, my sisters, which is which is you, right? And I just believe that I can do that. And of course, time passed on. I, you know, went on ahead and spoke my truth. And so I was held accountable for my words <laughs> because even today, you know, my sister was like saying that my blood sister, but my sister friend, um, you know, she was chiming in, you know, every time I came on my lives and stuff on my group page, you know, she's like, mm-hmm, you need to talk about this on your podcast show. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, okay. You're right. I do. I do. And, you know, I didn't make it happen right away. I eventually did get the stuff that I needed, which was very minimal. I got my mic, which is what I'm talking to right now. And I call her Goldie. Y'all, I forgot to introduce Goldie. I have to start doing this. I I have to to write this stuff down because I know my mind tends to slip away sometimes. But Goldie is the name because I fell in love with the gold color of this mic and she is fabulous. This girl is my buddy. She keeps me in check. You know, she keeps my voice in check. Yes, honey. She makes sure that, you know, I sound good and I sound crisp. (laughs) Right? She, she just, she's my supporter right here. So I want you all I want you all to say hello to Goldie, okay? Because this girl is bad. She's super bad, right? She is all that she hands. She handles her own, okay? She don't need nobody to hold her. She know what to do. (laughs) She is powerful in her own right. So this is my girl, Goldie. So I have to remember every time I come on here, I have to introduce my sidekick, and that is Goldie. So in the future, y'all, when I come back on, when I come on, And I say, hey, y'all, what's up, my beauties? You know, and all that good stuff. I'm like, this is me and this is Goldie. How does that sound? Does that sound cool? Does that sound cute? Okay. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know. Okay, because I'm all about feedback. I'm all about feedback. Okay, so if y'all like that, then I'm going to go ahead and, you know, put my girl in here. Because she's like, you keep dissing me. You just keep dissing me. I'm giving you voice and you keep ignoring me. I'm sorry, Goldie. I'm sorry, boo-boo. Okay, now I lost my train of thought, but anywho, again, as I said, oh, yes, the podcast. Okay, see, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. But anyway, this is a dream that I had a while back, y'all. And as I, you know, purchased this mic and everything, I did record my episode, which was episode one. But then I had gotten to a snag because I really didn't know how to upload my show from my smartphone to Apple or to iTunes or whatever. I didn't know how to do it. So, you know, that kind of put me in a little fizzle. And um, 
you know, I did ask around. I did go on YouTube and, you know, YouTube is a blessing, y'all. I'm telling you, it may have some, some videos or whatever that could be a little bit controversial and a little bit mm, like, what, you know, but honestly, YouTube is like a, like a living encyclopedia for you, for real, because you can find just about anything and everything on that YouTube, honey. Okay. And it, it, it truly blessed my spirit. It blessed me real good, Shugs. Yes, it did. And I really learned a lot about podcasting. I was like, oh, okay. So I don't need to get all of this fancy smanchies, you know, tools and all that stuff to make myself sound so professional. <laughs> I am professional in my own right. Okay. I'm just saying, now I'm not saying that I, you know, I don't need those items because maybe, maybe, you know, later on down the line, I probably will invest and, you know, get some more additional upgrades, if you will, to make my show even, you know, make it stand out, stand out even more. But in the meantime, I'm just blessed because I didn't really have to do a whole lot anyway, just to get my voice out there. I just have Goldie and I have my smartphone and I'm good to go, Shugs. You know, I'm happy with that. I'm very, very happy with that. Right. But of course, like I said, I was in a snag. I did not take the time out. Well, I won't say I didn't take time out. I took the time out to go on YouTube and to do, you know, and see what they had, you know, to share about how to, you know, um, upload my, uh, my episode, you know, to those major platforms. And I still didn't know how to get it done. I tried it, but it just didn't work for me. And I was getting more flustered and frustrated. And then eventually I said, you know what? I'm just going to leave this thing alone for a minute and, you know, figure out a way or maybe something or somebody could just help me out. And I did, you know, reach out to uh, some people, um, you know, and of course, you know, things happen. You get distracted. You forget that kind of stuff. And it does happen. And it happened to me and all those things. But Later on, I came to find out from a dear sister, a friend of mine that's in my mentor group, you know, she has this great talent in working in the tech tech world, you know, finding all the, you know, the things of what's going on or what's taking place, you know, with Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. And she's awesome in that thing, man. Um, and she loves what she does. She loves it. She loves it. But she introduced this um platform for me and and my other sister as well and you know I said let me check this thing out at first I was like a little bit skeptical because as I said before I just really didn't want to go ahead and try and because I tried it before and I got disappointed you know but I did it anyway and I went on ahead and you know downloaded my my um my episode and it just took me step by step as to what it was going to do for me. You know, it was like my assistant. It really blessed me. It said it was going to notify me to let me know when my broadcast, you know, was accepted on these platforms, on, the indiv on these individual platforms. And man, oh man, I was getting notification after notification after notification that same day. So I received like maybe six notifications, at least that let me know that my episode, my broadcast was on these different platforms. I was like, what? That was absolutely amazing. And so, of course, you know, I kept going, 
you know, kept going every week. I come on and all those things. And last week, y'all, last week, I happened to check. And I, well, actually, I got a notification. And it was telling me that, you know, um, this particular platform, you know, accepted, you know, um, my my episode and I was like, awesome. And then I went on here and checked and I was looking at the listing, all of the platforms. So I can try to remember some of these names. Cause I've never heard of some of these names before. And I was like, wow, this is foreign to me. I'm like, what if, if this really legit, you know, <laughs> I was just, you know, had to really, really, you know, make sure, but it is legit. Cause I even download, downloaded a couple of these apps anyway, but man, when I saw Apple. I was losing it, y'all. I was losing it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I screamed, but I did it in a nice way. I didn't want to, you know, burst your eardrums. But I was like, oh my God. Yes, for real, y'all. I was in my room, in my bed, and I just went ballistic. I was like, yes. oh, I was so lit. I was so happy, guys. Because this was a dream of mine. This was a dream. And it came to pass. And I'm on Apple, y'all. I'm on Apple. Oh my gosh. I feel like I feel like a celebrity. I really do. I feel like I made it. <laughs> I'm so hyped and I'm so I'm proud of myself. I have to say that because man, oh man, the challenges that I had to endure to get to where I am right now. Wow, 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 wow. It's just amazing. And I'm saying this not to boost my ego, of course. I'm saying this to encourage you ladies out there because I know every single one of y'all, y'all have dreams, y'all have y'all have some ideas, you have visions. You know, there's some things you want to accomplish, you want to fulfill, and you may have had a hiccup moment. You may have put, you know, some things to the side because, you know, it was getting frustrating and you tried and tried and it didn't work. It failed a couple of times and you just got tired of it and you're just like, I just need a break. I just need a break. And it's okay to take a break, but don't take a vacation. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, it's okay to go away for that weekend, but yeah, you got to come back. You know, don't get caught caught off guard and get all caught up in the moment and then you just extended it to a vacation kind of thing and then it'd be a permanent leave. No, no, don't do that. No, but I get it. I do get it, right? But listen, y'all, if it's something that God put in your heart for you to do and it's been, you know, in your heart for quite some time, and then, of course, you have shared this dream to some of your friends and they, you know, remind you like, girl, when are you going to when are you going to start this business? When are you going to start this uh, this ministry? When are you going to open up your your shop? Right. Girl, I'm waiting for you to open up your business so I could go ahead and purchase some of these items because, you know, you the bomb dot com. Right. You know, you coming on here and giving your free 99 to your friends. Okay, it's all good. I get that. I respect that. But you need to open up your shop. I'm waiting because I'll be the first person at your door right there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you have friends like that, 
that still believes in you even when you don't believe in yourself sometimes. Oh my gosh, I truly believe those are God's angels. You know, he's just like, you know, reminding us that, yeah, I have something of value in you that needs to be released. That needs to be released, right? And man, I'm telling you, ladies, if that's what's going on with you, don't give up. Keep pushing, keep fighting. And if someone brings that idea or brings an opportunity for you to help you get your business established, to help you get your 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 store open or whatever that you got going on, go with the flow. Go with it. I'm telling you. And you will be so happy that you did, man, just to see your dream comes to fruition. It is the most beautiful experience ever. And guess what? God ain't through with me yet, man. He ain't through me yet because this is just the beginning of, of many, many opportunities of what God has for my life. And I am so hyped. I can't wait to just walk into my abundance just like you, right? So we're going to talk again today. We're going to continue. This is going to be the last um, chapter, I would say, of how to be resilient Um because I want to remind you ladies again how resilient you really are. We don't recognize our resiliency until someone brings it to our, our attention. And, you know, we kind of look at them kind of crazy. Like, what are you talking about? What is resilient? What does that mean? <laughs> and you explain to them what being a resilient woman is all about. And when you explain it to them, they're like, oh, okay. I, I didn't really, I, I didn't see it that way. I didn't think that way. Of course not. But, you know, thank God for those sister friends that, you know, you know, speak that life to you, speak that word to you and, and remind you that you made it. You, you, despite all you have endured, yet you're still a survivor. You know, you are a winner and you are more than a conqueror with Christ in your life. You got this girl, you got this boat, right? But I do get it. I get it. I get it sometimes where, you know, the weight of the world or the issues that you're dealing with can be so overwhelming and so heavy sometimes, man. It's just like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't know. I ain't nowhere near resilient. I don't mm -mm, fight for what I, I don't. I can't even lift my pinky toe to fight. I can't even. Uh, I don't. I, mm -mm. But you have that power within you to keep going. Just like with my podcast here, guys, I, like I said, I, I put it to the side and, you know, I got distracted over life, over, you know, myself, over other issues going on in my life. And I didn't, and every now and then it came back to my mindset, of course, but I still didn't make the effort because I just didn't have that fight. I just didn't believe I, it was meant for me to do it. You know, I was just fooling myself, you know, and that's how, that's how we start thinking, you know, these crazy thoughts, you know, you know, we suggest and start to believe that, you know, we just fooling ourselves. We, you know, we should have listened to those haters, listen to our mom, listen to our spouse saying that, oh, you know, you at age now, or, you know, it's been 20 some years since you've been out of school and a lot has changed now. And what you have, you know, what you've learned, it's not, suitable for this day and age, for this millennial, for 2018 and all that stuff. You know, you hear all kinds of crazy stuff. 
And if you continue to allow what, you know, bring in or invite that craziness into your mindset, you know, it's going to put you in a dark place that, you know, God doesn't even want you to be a part of. Okay. But even when you are there and you are tired of that pressure and you're tired of being alone and you're tired of crying and you just, with the weakest voice, if you just say, Jesus. me that's it he will pull you out he will pull you out of the darkness he will pull you out of that coffin of you know of death he will lift you up honey and he will clean you out clean you up fix you up all of that right and you will start living again so I'm going to share with you uh, what a resilient person you know, begins to do, you know, when God gets you, gets you back, back on foot, right? He gets you back on foot and he starts to, you know, renew your way of thinking. He gives you the strength to move forward, right? He clears your vision. He clears your, your senses, your hearing, you know, all of those things. This is what a resilient person begins to do. They begin to take action to solve the problems. They begin to take action, ladies. You need to be that action person. You need to take action. You need to take control. You need to own your power. So this is all about power. This is all about your strength that's already in, inside of you anyway. You need to take action and, and resolve those issues Make it plain. Speak your truth. Own your voice. There's nothing wrong with the word no. First of all, no. Second of all, <laughs> no. Simple. And guess what, girls? You don't even have to give an explanation after that word no. Because word, the word no is a complete sentence. <laughs> right? You could put a period there. It's still a complete sentence. You could put an exclamation point. It's a complete sentence. Hello, right? You just emphasizing that word no. You letting them know. No, no, no. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, right? You take action. Use your voice. Take care of those problems. Let those people know, those individuals know. Let yourself know. Right? That you're not going to be bullied anymore. You're not going to be harassed. You're not going to be talked talk at or talked to or talked about in a negative way. Right? You're not going to be used as a punching bag. Uh, not in the physical, but yeah, that too, but more verbal. You're not going to be disrespected. Right? You are a powerful being. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be free. You deserve to be who God created you to be. And you are not going to tolerate any more nonsense from anybody. Take action, honey. Use your power. Take ownership of your power, right? Fight for yourself. That's what I talked about today on my show 
called Sister to Sister Connection Live that I host every Tuesday on my personal page at 10 o'clock with my um, dear coach and sister friend, Letitia Campbell. She wasn't on today, of course, because she wasn't feeling good. She Her voice pretty much had, um, you know, had disappeared, if you will, because she was um, away for the week on a phenomenal, phenomenal business trip. And she had a fantabulous time. That girl got a powerful testimony to share. Uh, I can't wait to bring her on my show. But I talked today about, you know, fight for yourself. And ladies, we have to do that. Every day is a daily fight for us. Because a lot of us have been going through some things real deep. And even though we have improved and we have gotten better in a lot of areas in our life, it's still a daily struggle, right? And you can't depend on anybody to fight for you. You have to take that ownership and that responsibility to fight for yourself because you know what makes you happy. You know what what you want in your space. You can't trust other people when it comes to your happiness. Mm, Did I just say a word? Did I just say a word? Mm. Come on now, you can you can't depend on people for your happiness. Don't 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 give your happiness away to people and expect them to take ownership of that. No, because they will destroy that. They will mess you up. Okay, you know what you need in your life. You know what makes you happy. You know what is you know what is disturbing to you, and you have to take the ownership to block it, to deny it, to stop it, to shut the door in its face. Right. This is what a resilient woman does. She is not going to allow the same type of foolishness to come back and cause a lot of disturbance and heartache and pain and rob you, rob you from your joy, rob you from your peace and your sanity. Come on. Don't do that to yourself. Take action to solve those issues. And listen, ladies, give it all to God. When you speak your truth to those individuals, to those persons, you just say, you know what, God, I cast it all to you. I'm wiping my hands clean. I am done. It's all in your hands. You solve, you take care of it. You take care of it. I'm done. Because now it's time for me to live my life. It's time for me to be free in my life. It's time for me to enjoy my independence of being a woman of greatness. A resilient person begins to embrace change. Ladies, we I know change is not comfortable for a lot of us because we're so comfortable, <laughs> you know, being in our confined space. You know, we don't want to mess it up, right? We want to stay where we are. And, you know, it feels good to be in a comfortable position. But at some point, you do got to get up. At some point, you do got to make some adjustments, right? And I know it's it's just, it just doesn't feel good because we as women, we want closure in everything. We want to know the answer. We want to know the solution to everything. Before we invest, before we tap into something, we want to know, okay, okay, so how does this go? I, how does this work? I want to know my, I want to know A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. I want to know it all. Okay. I don't, I don't give me half of the alphabet. I, I'm on all of it. Don't, 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 um, skip a few letters like A, B, G, Q, and Z. No, I need everything step by step. So 
I know exactly how this works and I could be prepared for it. And, you know, I won't be taken off guard and, you know, get caught in the middle of something. I I, I don't have time for that. See, we as women, we want all the information. And if we don't get what we want, guess what? We stay in our box. We stay in our comfort, comfortable position, right? We stay all huddled up in our little blankie with our cup of latte or glass of wine or whatever, right? And just go ahead and watch our, our recorded TV shows, <laughs> right? Thinking we doing something good, but not realizing that we are missing a great opportunity that can truly take us to another level in our destiny. Ladies, we have to learn to embrace change Change is not easy, but it is necessary. Change is not comfortable, but it is necessary. You know, this is what it's all about, you know, about learning about about ourselves. This is the opportunity where God can birth out some talents uh, um, that's always been in us. And we never thought we had the skills, the qualifications. Do you know that there are people out here right now that are loving what they do and they did not go to college for it? How many people out there right now, Shugs, <laughs> that are living their life, they are doing what they love to do, and they did not go to college and get the degree that they're doing it in, man. They Some probably got a degree in sociology, and now they are a world-renowned chef. Mm, come on, somebody. Think about that. I'm pretty sure you have encountered some people that are living their life and they are very happy doing it. And they have a degree totally opposite of what they're doing. Some had dreams and, you know, and they never thought that the dream was going to come true because they look at their, their life, their status, their economic status, and look at their marriage, look at their kids, all these other things or what have you. And they're 20 years older and all of that. And, you know, here's an opportunity that can truly change their life. Did they think about it? Did they doubt? Yes. But guess what? They took that risk and they are so happy that they did. And now they're living their best life. There's some of us out here that didn't take that risk. Some of us just said, no, I'm going to stay in my bubble. I'm going to stay in my comfort zone, honey. I'm going to wrap myself up in my cute little soft plush blankie. I'm going to have my hot chocolate or my latte or my, my Don Perioni or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just be at peace with myself. Well, you be at peace with yourself, sugar, but it ain't going to last for long because you're going to still be miserable. Because once you see that opportunity that was, that was uh, you know, presented to you and it's given to someone else, you're going to see yourself in that person's life. And you're going to be like, well, dang nabbit. And you ain't going to say dang nabbit, you know, but you, you know what you're going to say. But dang nabbit, man, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could have been you. That should have been you. Right? And I'm, and we all been there. I've been there. Right? Because I was afraid of change. I was afraid of the outcome because I didn't have the solution. Right? I wanted that A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P kind of thing. I was all about, okay, I want to know how this is going to work for me. Plus, and I'll be honest with you, you know, I have been so fortunate and so blessed and favored in my life that I had people in my life that pretty much took care of a lot of the things that I didn't have to take care of, that I didn't have to deal with. 
you know, um, and I was so comfortable with that, you know, that when they finally, when they left or when they passed on, that I was left alone without that type of resource. And I didn't know what to do from that point on. And it scared the bejesus out of me. Yes, I said it scared the bejesus out of me because I didn't know how to do it. And I, if I didn't know how to do it, if I didn't know the solution or how to work that thing, I would not do it. And that's the truth. I will stay in my comfort zone and stay in my little bubble because I did not know how to do it. I was afraid to ask. And if I did ask, I would be, you know, looking at crazy because you're a grown woman. You're supposed to know how to do this stuff. I'm a grown woman. I don't know everything. Hello. You know, but you make me feel so small that I just, you know. You know, I'm just going to just leave it alone. I'm going to keep it to myself. And I know I'm speaking to the crowd of sisters out there that probably feel the same way or been there, done that, and still dealing with it, right? Because you, you need help. You need guidance. You need structure. You need support. And you've been, you know, been judged or been yelled at, this, that, or whatever. And it kept you in a position where you like, you know, I'm going to stay in my safety zone because I'm tired of getting yelled at and, yeah, I know I'm a grown woman, but there's some things in my life that I didn't have the luxury of really finding out on my own. And now that I'm in this situation where I don't have those resources anymore, I feel lost. I feel helpless. I don't like change. I don't like how it makes me feel. It doesn't make me feel smart. It doesn't make me look good. It doesn't make me feel, you know, studious. It doesn't make me feel victorious because every time I come out and ask somebody for some help, I'm getting judged. I'm getting yelled at. Am I speaking to the choir? Because that's how I felt. Yeah. But I realized that, you know, I was missing out on opportunities. There were opportunities that was uh, presented to me and I refused to take it because I was afraid of change. And plus I was looking at my past you know, all those things. And I got so distracted over the, you know, the choices that I made and everything. And I was so clouded by that. And, you know, it just messed up the opportunities that was laid before me at that time. And that's how my depression even got even worse. And I know there's a lot of you out there right now, you are beautiful sisters out there, smart, intelligent, gifted, talented women. And you are at that state of your life where you feel helpless. You feel lost. And you don't like the way how change is, you know, how it's making its introduction to you. You rather just stay in your comfort zone and just leave it alone. But ladies, this is what a resilient woman does. She starts to embrace it because she is tired of being embraced, embraced by depression. She's tired of being embraced by failures. She's tired of being embraced by the abuse. She's tired of it. Now she wants to embrace the change. Now she is going to take ownership and she's going to stand up and she's going to walk into her abundance and she's going to take, take it by force and have confidence and knowing and belief and knowing that God will go ahead and, and take care of what she is in need of. But what she has inside of her, she well aware knows that I have more than enough to get me through this thing. That's the attitude I had and look where I am today. And I'm still going even higher, right? I'm still going higher because I know the type of woman that I am. A resilient person, a resilient woman, she begins to start establishing a positive network, you know, of communication. You know, she starts building a network of friends, start building a network of, of 
you know, of a group or organization, right, to start feeding people with her gifts, with her talents, you know, to let other women know out there that they too have what it takes to be a great success, that they can live a successful life. They could go ahead and start, you know, their business. They can start, you know, their ministry. They can start, you know, a cooking class. They could do whatever they always wanted to do. It's so important, ladies, that we build this communication, that we build this network of support. You know, I was saying today on my show that, you know, we as sisters, when we come together, we are a force to be reckoned with. Child, one woman, yeah, she's a powerhouse. And we have seen plenty of women, famous and even those in our community. It could be our mother. It could be our grandmother. It could be our aunt. Oprah Winfrey, come on now, all these beautiful, great women out there. We have seen the resiliency of these women. We have seen what these women have put down. We have seen, we have heard their stories, what they sacrifice, right? And them doing it alone, they conquered it, right? But when they come together and collaborate their ideas together with other great women, throughout the community or even in that world that they live in, in this, in this you know, uh, superstar world, if you will, of success. They come together and boy, oh boy, wow, the power that comes out of that room. Mm, mm, mm. It's amazing and it's unbreakable, right? And we need to do that. You being that resilient woman, you have something of value to share with other women and when you come together you guys can collaborate and come up with the idea with the with a plan you know with a strategy to really help you know um you know build a positive community right there in your neck of the woods or right here on social media whether it's Facebook Instagram, Twitter, as I said before, you know, we go on our Twitter, on our Instagram and our Facebook every day and we see the news feed. We're not blind by that. We see what's going on, what goes on there. Right. And it's disturbing. You know, it's sad. Every time we turn around, there's something negative about women, something negative in regards to women fighting and arguing and calling the B word and all these other things. And we shake our head. Yes, it is disgusting. Yes, it's a, it's a disgrace. Yes, it's an embarrassment. It really is. But we don't think about doing something about it. But when we do think about it, we always think about the money factor of it. Let me tell you something. You don't have to have money to start changing, you know, the, the trajectory of what's going on in social media. It doesn't take all of that. But you have a powerful voice you know, you have a powerful ministry. And if you come together with other sisters that pretty much has the same ideas and the same uh, plans that you do, the same vision, man, oh man, you, golly, the things that you can create, it's amazing. It's amazing. So definitely, ladies, a resilient woman, she starts establishing, she starts creating a positive network like what I'm doing right now. This show is not just for me. It's not just to boost my ego. This is a vision that I truly believe God put in my heart. And guess what? It's here. But this show is for you. 
every single one of you who are listening to the sound of my voice, this is your home. This is your place. Okay, this is where you ladies are welcome to reside in, to chill. You know, there's no judgment zone in this place. There's freedom in this place if you want it. There's joy in this place if you want it, right? Right? There's happiness in this place if you want it, right? And that's for real, for real. You know, we come together and we support each other and we share some things together and all of those stuff. And that's awesome. But at the end of the day, you still have to make that decision whether or not if you want to leave all of that stuff behind and walk out free once and for all. And we as sisters in this group, we still got you. We got your back. We will lift you up and support you. That's what a resilient women, a resilient women do. We come back strong. We come back powerful. As I said, when we come together, we are forced to be reckoned with, with, right? A resilient woman, they heal their senses. And what I mean by that is that, you know, our emotions, you know, it gets compromised, right? When we look at things like on social media, we read some stuff on the news feed. We get caught off guard with what we see on these videos. We read stuff, you know, on other networks, or we watch television on these reality shows. And we even deal, we even deal with, um, what we hear in our community. We get caught up in that and it compromises our senses, meaning that we lose our vision, you know, our hearing gets compromised. We don't pay attention to what that other individual is talking about or what they're crying about or what they're screaming about. We totally ignore that. We we get deaf in the ear. We get blinded by with our eyes. And we can see, but we are still deaf. We're still blind, right? Because we don't see the pain we don't see the agony of what our sister is going through. And if we really take the time and really study that, what she is feeling at that moment is a reflection of what you are going through. Ooh, that is a word. Whoa, I felt that in my fancy. Mm. The women that you see before you that argues with you and you get all bigger, you know, get all big and like, oh, you want to talk to me like that? Uh-uh, no, you don't, honey. You don't talk to me that way. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I fix you. I tell you da 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 and all this stuff. But if you really take the time to look at the pain of that sister and hear the cries of that sister, that's a reflection of you. Because mm. you don't have it all together, mama. No, you don't. Mm, come on in the room. Yes, you don't have it all together. Right? And that's where, you know, the conflict begins. That's when the distortment of our senses, you know, take place. Because we don't want to look like the fool and, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to let her talk to me this way, this, that. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Right? We've all done it. I know I have. Right? But at the end of the day, do you really feel mighty? Do you really feel superior? Do you really feel like you told her off? No. 
Let's be real. Deep down inside, you know you feel horrible. Deep down inside, you feel sadness. Not your own sadness, because there is some there in you, but the sadness of that sister that you fussed at, that you cussed out. Yeah, because she's broken like you. She doesn't recognize that she's powerful like you didn't recognize that you were powerful. Mm. Oh, I feel this in my fancy. Woo, child. Yes. And we need to stop judging other people, yet we are being judged every day by complete strangers that don't know us from Adam. Child, look at the news. Look at the news. It's right there in Washington, D.C. Mm, what? We being judged. Okay, we being sentenced. And they don't even know our name. They don't even know the meaning of our name. But yet you, you want to go ahead and, you know, act all Miss High and Mighty because you don't want nobody to get on your case and tell you off and make you look stupid, make you look like you don't know what to do or how to defend yourself. So you go ahead and just, you know, act like she acting, but not realizing that she is your mirror. Ooh, come on in the room. Yes. She is, she is your reflection of what you fight every day behind those closed doors. Because remember, you know how we do, ladies. We want to make sure we look picture perfect before we walk out that door. And before we enter into our office or enter into that church or enter into, you know, your man's house or whatever. We want to look picture perfect all the time. We don't want nobody to see our flaws. We don't want nobody to see our to see the mistakes and see the darkness of our life. That's why we put concealers on. You know, ladies, you know how we do. We don't want nobody to see our imperfection. You know, I had a great teacher. I had a wonderful teacher. She's no longer with me at all. She passed away some years ago. But she loved her makeup. And there were times when I wanted to come by her house and I, well, not even her house. She lived in an apartment building, right? My mother and my mother lived in the same apartment that she lived on the same floor, right across from each other. But when I came by to tap, you know, to come see her, what have you, she will talk to me behind the door. And I'm like, say to myself, why are you doing that? I know what you look like, but she didn't have her makeup on. She like, oh, give me a minute, give me a minute. I got to get my makeup on, you know, give me a second. And I'm saying to myself, but I know what you look like, <laughs> right? But for her, she wasn't happy with what she looked like, you know? She had to put that makeup on her face. She had to put the, put that concealer on. She had to put her lipstick on. She had to put her mascara on. She had to put her blush on. And she is a sweetheart. Lord knows I loved her to death because she had been such a blessing in my life in so many ways. But I just realized and I recognized that, you know, she didn't really love what she saw when she had taking that makeup off and she didn't want other people to see her scars or her, 
you know, her discoloration or whatever the case may be. And that's how we are in our lives. We don't want people to see our scars. We don't want people to see our weakness. We don't want to see us, you know, we, we, we don't want people to see us being vulnerable. So we go ahead and, you know, put on that concealer, put on that foundation, and we kick it up as much as we possibly can. So nobody won't see our flaws. Nobody won't see the tear streaks that dried up on our face. Mm-hmm. I know about that. And we try to get it together. Nobody can't see me fall. Nobody can't see me like this. I don't want nobody to see me. I don't want nobody to know that I've been crying all day. I don't want nobody to know that I'm in this bathroom contemplating suicide. I don't want nobody to know that I'm really overwhelmed right now. I don't want nobody to know. I got to get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Come on, girl. Come on. Come on. Come on. Get your makeup. Get your makeup. Get your makeup. Come on. Dry it up. Dry it up. Get the tissue. Wipe your nose. Come on. Get your foundation. Come on. Come on. Cover up your face real good. You don't want nobody to see those dry tear streaks. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Come on. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. Come on. Look at yourself in the mirror, girl. Stop being a punk. Stop being weak. Come on. You're the CEO of this company. Come on. You're the VP of this company. Come on. Come on. You're the first lady of this church. Come on. Come on. You got a lot of people who are admiring you that loves you. They don't want to see you fall. You can't fall. You can't fall. Come on, get it together, get it together. Stop thinking about it, stop thinking about it. Just do it, just just walk out the door. Just walk out of this bathroom door and continue to put on that smile. Continue to act, continue to perform. Continue to live your life on stage. Continue to lie. Mm -hmm. That's what you are doing. That's what I've done. And ladies, I'm telling you, you don't have to continue to live that lie anymore. You don't have to continue to put on a a show for people. I'm being honest with you, my dears. Let's be real about it. Let's be real about it. A lot of you are broken. A lot of you are hurting. A lot of you are still trying to figure out, how can I get this thing right? How can I get this thing together? You know, that I don't know if I have the capabilities to be to be successful. I don't know if I if my if, if my dreams is if, I don't know if I have what it takes to get these get my dreams to come true. I don't know. I, yes, you do. You still here every day that God wakes you up in the morning. My love, let me tell you something. It's a clean slate. It's a new beginning for you. And he's waiting for you to trust him. He's waiting for you to take his hand so he can guide you and direct you to where you deserve to be, where you need to be. But in order for that to happen, you have to release some things. You've got to release all things to him. Not just the bad stuff, but even the good stuff. Cast it all to him. Cast all your cares, all your worries, all your doubts, all your fears, all your concerns, all everything to him in exchange for his peace, joy, happiness, sanity. Yeah, come on, somebody. And be bold and be proud. You know, own your truth, own your power. 
Walk out that door without makeup on. Come on. Oh, I know some of you like, mm, girl, uh-uh, I can't do that. Nope, I ain't, mm -mm, uh -uh, I ain't ready for that. Well, you may not be ready for it right now, but in due time, you will be. In due time, you will. Everything is a process. But get prepared for that process because that's when it comes to change. Because you will change. You will change and you want to start noticing that change. And it's going to have you to start clearing out your senses. It's going to start healing in due time. Ladies, I want to remind you that you are resilient. Don't ever forget that. And yes, you're going to come across some trials. You're going to come across some tribulations. But don't you know God already knew about those trials and those tribulations? Don't you know that he already knew about those tests? And he knows and he has confidence in you that what he has instilled in you, that you could pass that test with flying colors. Mm-hmm. You can make it. You are a success. You are a powerful being. As I said before, when we come together as a powerful sisterhood, man, oh, man, <laughs> the anointing that comes through that circle of sisters. What? 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 Yeah. You by yourself, you good. Yeah, you with the God with God in your life, yes. But boy oh boy, when we come together, man, it's a it's a powerful thing to experience. But I want you ladies to understand that you are a resilient person. And I'm gonna keep saying that because that's why I call this show resilience. You are beautiful. You are beautiful from the inside out. We need to stop getting so caught up in the physical beauty because that only lasts for, for such a short time. The beauty starts from the inside out. We take so much time and we invest so much money to making sure that we have that picture-perfect Vogue look. We want to make sure that our skin is looking healthy and smooth. We want to make sure that we have the perfect crease eye color we want to make sure that we have you know our hair on fleek whether it's our own natural hair or whether it's somebody else's hair we want to make sure we look good honey and i am not disputing that we are we ought to take care of our physical body that is important but we value so much time of that but we don't take care of what is really important and that is our heart that is our soul that is what we need to pamper on. We need to pamper our souls, ladies. We need to take that time and invest on that and not take the time and invest on our pedicures and our manicures and our, you know, uh, favorite makeup and, you know, favorite MAC lip color and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but we put too much time and emphasis on that. Again, we, we go ahead and put that mask on. We don't want people to know how vulnerable we really are. And it's okay to show that. That doesn't make you weak. That doesn't make you stupid. It doesn't make you anything. That makes you a strong, resilient, powerful, anointing woman. So ladies, I hope that you be blessed by this. I hope this truly blessed you so very, very much. You know I love you. I love you. I love you. Remember, this is, this is your home. This is for you. I want you to understand that. And I want you to also to subscribe to this, uh, to this broadcast. And I want you to share this episode as well. 
And I'm also, I would love for you guys to definitely give me your feedback. Give me your feedback. Let me know how this is blessing you so far. Yet we're still brand new. But you know what? I truly believe that once we go out and really promote this thing, that we're going to be on top. I speak that to existence at this podcast, this broadcast is going to be on the top, right? I I want that to happen, right? I want you to give me your feedback too, ladies, on future topics on the show. What is it that you want me to talk about? What is it that you want me to really vocalize that we as women, we don't talk about or we're too afraid to talk about? What is it that you want to be heard? Let me know and I'll be happy to share it. And I will also put your name out there. Don't be scared. (laughs) Don't be shy, right? I'm just going to say your name, right? And just let everyone know. This is from my sister right here. You know, she, you know, blessed me with this idea and this suggestion. And I want to give a shout out to my girl, you know, just show her some love. Now, you are welcome to go ahead and put other information like your Facebook information or Instagram information. That is totally up to you. You share what you want to share out. Um, But if you just want to have your name, that is okay, my love. I'm not even going to push it any further than that. But I just want to be able to, you know, showcase all of my beautiful sisters out there. You know, because as I said, we're all about building each other, supporting each other and helping each other reach our maximum potential, you know, push each other to reach our destiny. Right. Because that's what resilient women do. We come back full force. We come back even powerful than before because we gone through some stuff. But Lord knows, thank God we came out with more power. Right. More power. Yes. So, ladies. I want you to have a blessed and prosperous week. I want you to take care of each other, love on each other, support each other. And again, I challenge you to go ahead and start your days of gratitude on your page, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or all the above. And let me know that you started it so I can also, yes, give you a shout out um, of gratitude as well when we meet again next week. So everyone, I want you to have a blessed, blessed week. And remember, ladies, you are resilient. And, uh, oh yes, Goldie says, you are resilient too, girl. (laughs) Until next time, ladies, you have a great one. Bye.